Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Where can you find the best tasting authentic Caribbean food in Tampa Bay? It's all at Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant in downtown Largo. Island Vibes has delicious jerk chicken, fresh seafood, Caribbean soup, salads, sandwiches, and more. Don't miss happy hour from 4 p.m. to close and live entertainment on Friday nights. Check out Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant at 351 West Bay Drive in Largo or call 727-240-4420. To check out their amazing Caribbean menu, visit SweetIslandVibes.com Bright like said it gonna set my soul Gonna set my soul on fire Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn So get those stakes up higher Well, you have made some changes, haven't you? I got my little secrets. Yeah, I can tell. Can you help me, please? Can we help you? Yes, ma'am. Well, then I'd like you to check my motor. It whistles. I don't blame it. What did you say? Oh, forgive Uh, my friend, miss. He's very young. We'll be very happy to check your motor. I call a real sporty model. Oh, I agree. A beautiful line. Count? Oh, yes. Uh, that's how it started out, working on sports cars. Well, no wonder. Well, is it serious? I'll tell you one thing. You know, she got a lucky break when she stopped in here. Oh, yes. Start her up, champ. Yeah. Uh, Let her rip. But I simply don't understand why I'll make it simple, ma'am. Your motor's broken. Broke? But it was running perfectly when I pulled up here, except for the whistle. Are you sure you're a mechanic? Sure I'm a mechanic. I mean, you got here just in the nick of time because we're going to dismantle this whole thing. Completely. It might take a whole day. A day? Maybe two. Well, if you have to. Well, can you lend me a car until you have mine running again? Well, we'll do better than that. I'll be happy to drive you wherever you want to go. 
And why should you go to all that bother? Because around here I'm known as your very bothering mechanic. I'm sure you are. Be right back. I'm sorry. You know what you've done? What? You don't even know the girl's name. Or do you? You could have at least taken a look at a registration slip. I had no eyes for a registration slip. My eyes I were I know on. what your eyes were on. <laughs> we don't even know if she lives here or not. She could be a tourist for all we know. Mr. Jackson, trust my instincts in these matters. She could be in one of the shows. But after all, what difference does it make, my friend? Unfortunately, you are on your way to Los Angeles, and I have to work on my car. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we have no time to search for a beautiful girl. I guess you're right. Good luck. Good luck to you, too. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio in Cars. So get you some of that. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google TanTalk1340.com. You can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Go to our podcast page where you can listen to all 320-plus shows, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Good evening, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? Would you like to inform everybody about our social media that we've been pretty active with lately? Sure. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, and LinkedIn at Nostalgic Radio and Cars and at NRC On Air. Yeah, how about that? Well, boy, did we have a pretty busy weekend here this past weekend. So let's give you kind of like a little bit of a rundown here. Now, we got a really exciting couple of weeks coming up here. But uh, this past weekend, what we did is we went to the Cars and Coffee the DuPont Cars and Coffee, Saturday morning, because it's the third Saturday of every month. And uh, pretty spectacular turnout. We got there a few minutes after 7 because we were actually on our way to the Lake Mirror Classic. And uh, so when we got there, we walked around a little bit, started taking a few pictures, and next thing you know, it started drizzling a little bit. So it's amazing how many people were there and how quickly they scattered when there was a little bit of rain. Now, a lot of cars had open tops. You know, there's some convertibles there, but there's a lot of vintage stuff there. There was some contemporary stuff, a lot of Ferraris, a lot of Lamborghinis, and uh, there was a number of muscle cars, Firebirds, Mustangs, old vintage Corvettes. The thing that was kind of interesting there is a guy had an old uh, Crosley. I don't know if I got a picture of that or not. I think I did. It might be on our Facebook page. And uh, and it was kind of like uh, he actually modified it a little bit, so he put kind of like a tandem axle on it and then fabricated a mini version of like a little semi-trailer, you know, like a semi-trailer. So it actually looked pretty cool. It's kind of interesting. And, and what caught my eye was it was white. It wasn't totally finished, but it was pretty close. But on the door it said Pinto. And, of course, when I say Pinto, I think Ford Pinto, you know, which is kind of a cool little car. And we used to have a little Pinto station wagon. But anyway, so after we were there and it kind of started drizzling a little bit, everybody started pounding the streets and they were scattering. So we hightailed it over to Lakeland. We get to Lakeland and it's still raining over there. But in true car fashion, you know, car guys, we don't care. Rain, snow, sleet or shine. Or in Florida, 
a lot of humidity. We will show up at our car shows and our car events. And uh, so about 10 o'clock after we had breakfast and everything like that, courtesy of our good friends over there at Heacock Insurance, because they had a little medium center and a nice little buffet for us. And um, the day turned out pretty nice. And uh, we were jaw-jacking a little bit with a couple of friends that we saw. Uh, big shout out to Gary Gordon from Fields BMW. And we talked to Gary for a little bit. Uh, Mike Owens were there with a beautiful, stunning um, 1969 911S in a very rare color, tangerine orange. If you go to our Facebook page, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, there's a picture of it there. Paul Securus was there with his uh, Jaguar, Joanne, and Brando Pistorius, I think I pronounced the name. They were there with one of their very rare cars. And what was really cool, they do a kind of a neat thing. They do like a little fashion show. So they were dressed in period 30s fashion. So that was pretty cool. So big shout out to them. And uh, a lot of really neat cars. We talked to some of the guys with the muscle cars down there. Pete Geisler was there from Orlando Mustang. Big shout out to Pete. He brought a 68 Shelby and he had a 69 Mustang convertible there. Uh, the guys with the little micro cars, they were there. And then, of course, there was an array of vintage race cars. Uh, Rick Workman brought his um, collection, part of his collection, out of Orlando. He had, uh, I think it's called a Surf, C-E-R-V, maybe, or F. And uh, it was a rare experimental Chevrolet. It was there. So there were some pretty fascinating cars there. And, of course, Bill Warner was there. And uh, we got to actually meet uh, Bob Tullius. Bob Tullius was uh, founder of Group 44 Racing. And uh, he started back in the 60s with Ed Deal, who's a local guy here in Clearwater, Florida, who's also from uh, upstate New York. And they started racing at Marlboro Raceway and out on uh, Long Island at some of the tracks up there in Lime Rock and in that area. So Bob Tullius was there. And... Uh, we have a picture of Bob Tullius standing next to me, but what we didn't put up there yet, when we will put up there, is a picture of Bob Tullius using my back to autograph not only our um, our paperwork that we wanted done, like, for example, my media credentials, but uh, other people came up and said, hey, can we borrow your pen and your back and have Bob Tullius autograph our posters? That was kind of cool. Also, our good friends from uh, HSR were there with a really wicked race-prepared E-Type Jag Roadster. Anyway, it was a pretty exciting day. Really cool cars. Awards presentation was cool. And uh, had some pretty. they do a lot of really neat things at some of these concourses. You know, they do like a history thing. They bring up some cars. They talk a little bit about it. It's kind of like a show-and-tell thing. And they've got some notable guests that show up there and uh, and, and, and give presentations and stuff. Uh, Rick Schmidt from National Parts Depot was there. And he had, I think, a beautiful 66 Tornado is what they brought up this time. And uh, our friend Don had a 67 Riviera, you know, just really cool cars. It was a 66 Thunderbird convertible there, number of Corvettes, split windows. Uh, the British Car Club was there with their Morgans. And uh, and while we were wandering around the lake, you know, watching the wooden boats race around in the lake, we stopped off at our friend uh, Stefan over at Tropical. Bobby, why don't you give uh, Stefan a big shout-out and tell people how they can find out about his amazing, is it gelati? Am I saying it right? Gelato. Uh, for the best handcrafted gelato and sorbet, uh, handcrafted in St. Pete, I might add. Uh, you can check out Tropicool, that's with two C's, T-R-O-P-I-C-C-O-O-L. That's Tropicool, located at 2244 Central Avenue, St. Petersburg, Florida. You can call them at 727-623-4419 or visit them online at www.tropicool, with two C's, dot com. Yeah, that stuff was pretty amazing. That was great, original, I mean, kind of organic, natural. I mean, just, and good. And what was cool, he had this British uh, double-decker, double-decker bus, bus there, and he had set up so that you could actually set up stairs and actually enjoy your uh, 
your sorbet and that's your, right uh catering yeah tell him for uh, he'll bring out either a cart if you got a small event or the big double decker bus if you got a large event yeah and he'll probably be at festival of speed which is also coming up and we're going to go over some of the events that are coming up bobby why don't you go ahead and throw something on the turntable here real quick and uh since we played a little clip of viva las vegas here and there's a little scene there with ann margaret and her little tramp tr3 because this weekend is on saturday in downtown safety harbor is the british car show but tomorrow night the debate in las vegas hey you're tuned into nostalgia getting cars here's a very appropriate song This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey everybody, this is Andy Powell, guitarist, Wishbone Ash, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. That was a little 10 years after, a little Alvin Lee we just played for you. Very appropriate song for tomorrow's debate, if you read between the lyrical lines. Anyway, hey, um, this weekend, or this week, what I did is I kind of drove around. Now, I had a discussion with somebody up at the, we went to the Villages also on Saturday afternoon. And uh, we had a debate with uh, a couple of guys up there that were kind of like uh, old-timers and car guys that there weren't very many, let's say, shops around, automotive shops around the Lake County area. And I said, well, we got a lot of them in, in Tampa Bay and Clearwater, right? So anyway, I took the liberty on the last couple of days to kind of drive around and visit some of the shops. So there's a couple of shops that, I'm, that I 
I'll get a straight here in a second that I know about that I've actually been into a little bit and, and they're into kind of racing and, and racing support and they service Porsches. Now, you know, we always talk about sports cars on the show, but we're all pretty heavy into muscle cars as well. But uh, there's a store or a store, a shop over in Tampa and it's called Vortex Motorsports. And uh, I've got with me this afternoon, Justin Hood. Now, Justin Hood works over there with Vortex Motorsports. And uh, Justin, are you there? Yes, I am, Robert. How are you doing this evening? Pretty good. Thank you for coming on the show a little bit. And uh, so I'm going to kind of set it up a little bit here, and then you can elaborate on it. And what Vortex Motorsports does is they service a lot of sports cars, Porsches, BMW, Audi, uh, Nissan, but also Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff. Now, they are very, very good at what they do, but also one of the things that they do is they provide track support for guys that are basically club racers. Now, when I started vintage racing, before I started vintage racing, back in the 70s, I club race. I club with the Porsche Club. I club race with the Shelby Club and stuff like that. And that's a very good way to get into racing. So that has become a huge, huge, um, let's say, sport or hobby, you know, club racing. But in order to do that, most guys are pretty good at driving, you know, which doesn't take a lot of effort, but you do have to kind of learn and you develop your talents that way. But a lot of guys aren't mechanical. So you need a company like Vortex Motorsports to do that. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about Vortex Motorsports and some of the stuff that you guys do over there. Well, it's very interesting that uh, you mentioned that um, as far as driving is concerned, because uh, I'll start off saying that um, two of uh, the employees here are uh, Porsche Club of America certified instructors. So people who do want to get on the track and uh, get some instructing, we have that available, as well as all the mechanical aspects of uh, keeping your car on the track, keeping everything right. Um, we have a full-service shop with uh, alignment racks, state-of-the-art balancer, dynamometer. Um, so it's definitely a, a full-stop shop for racing, uh, street, and uh, track performance. Um, we support um, all of the different uh Porsche Club guys, um, we have a uh, one of our top clients actually um, is, is uh, in the Porsche GT3 um, club race, and he's actually number one in points. And uh, the owner also tracks the GT3 club car, so we're we're, we're fully invested in the uh, Porsche Club community and uh, just racing overall on a whole. Now, what are some of the clubs that there's Chin Motorsports and there's the Porsche Club of America? They do their events. Are there other let's say, like, uh, club racing organizations that you guys kind of uh, work with? Down, and, and the track, the events are generally held at, like, Homestead or Palm Beach International Raceway or, in fact, one of my favorites, Sebring. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sebring, uh, we're, we're very frequent at Sebring. Um, but all the tracks in uh, Homestead, like you said, Palm Beach International Raceway, uh, we also do some Daytona stuff as well. Oh, good. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and um, we go as far up as uh, Atlanta. So, um, definitely, um, you know, support everywhere uh, for, for, for the different people in the areas. Um, uh, different, different. Chin Motorsports is number one. Number one uh, that we that we participate as well as Porsche Club of America, um, and we have we have strong ties with those two uh, two um, tracks. Okay. Now, you you yourself get to go out on the track once in a while and, and help test and set up cars for customers, correct? Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, good. Now, you've got a pretty good background yourself. You're one of the fabricators, and you're in charge of kind of like setup over there. But you've got a little bit of a background because you actually come from South Florida. You were working with uh, Rentec, right? Yes, that's correct. I was uh, fabrication manager at Rentec Mercedes for... Uh, Two years. Uh, for those who don't know, Rentec Mercedes, they do a lot of AMG um, 
high-end uh, Mercedes, which is AMG, and uh, they do um, anything from ECU calibrations to track setup as well, uh, drag racing and so on and so forth. But, yeah, um, we do. I do have some South Florida uh, background. <laughs> okay. Now, when, in terms of fabrication, give us an example of some of the stuff. Like you're working on a Lamborghini, and I think, what, you're doing an exhaust system for that right now or something? Uh, actually, I just finished up with a, a company in South Florida. We did a twin-turbo uh, Lamborghini Huracan in 2015. Um, basically, uh, a lot of R&D um, from the ground up. We designed and developed our own kit. Uh, actually, coming up later this month, we're shooting with Cost TV on that car, so it will be aired on a TV soon with Velocity Channel. And um, Yeah, viewers will get to see uh, all the intricacies behind all the fabrication and the building of a turbo kit. Oh, really? Now, is that the show? Is that going to be on what? Carfix TV? Is that what you said? Carfix TV on Velocity Channel. Um, we're shooting later this month, and the air date is still uh, TBA. So. Okay, that's good. That's with our friends uh, Lou Santiago and Jared Zimmerman, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, good. Now, are you going to actually be on, on the set with those guys? Yes, yes. I'm actually going to be the uh, technical director for removing and installing the turbo kit. Um, they're going to basically uh, remove the turbo kit, show the turbo kit, and uh, reinstall the turbo kit. We'll take a test drive, um, maybe even some dyno stuff. You have to stay tuned and check it out. Okay. Now, in a case like that, I know they have a setup. They have a, actually a studio over on the east side of Tampa. Are you going to be able to use some of the, because uh, you talk about the dyno, are you going to be able to bring the car over to Vortex and do a little demo there on the dyno? We are working on that, yeah. Um, pretty much... Uh, Leave it up to the host and the, the, the directors and producers as far as that's concerned. Um, they do have uh, some different shops that they use. I don't know if they would. Uh, more than likely, they'll probably use Vortex. Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Now, not only are you a car guy, but you're a bike guy, too. So uh, I, I, I heard a rumor that you're playing with uh, a couple and doing some modifications on some Ducatis. Yes, yes. I do have a Ducati. uh Twelve ninety eight, twelve ninety eight uh, in the shop that I'm currently doing an exhaust system on, um, uh, GP exhaust style exhaust system, and I also have a uh, Triumph from uh, Tampa Bay Triumph, uh, 2016 Thruxton that I'm doing a turbo kit on for uh, Triumph North America, which would be viewed on their website as well. Really? So I have a, a couple things going on uh, as far as the uh, the motorcycle department, but I you know. I, my motorcycles was my first love, you know. I'm a certified motorcycle technician. I uh, graduated from MMI uh, in Orlando back in uh, 2001 and uh, was in a motorcycle field. I tracked a bit, did some CCS racing, uh, which is a Florida club, uh, Florida-only racing uh, for some time, and uh, did plenty of track days. So, yeah, I'm pretty, uh, pretty versed in the motorcycles as well. Well, now, is Vortex, is that something that you do on your own time, or is Vortex kind of involved with bikes a little bit, too? No, Vortex is, uh, they're, they're integrated as well. Really? Um, we're, we're actually ordering a brand-new state-of-the-art Mustang Dynamometer. Uh-huh. It's the all-wheel drive Dynamometer um, that could do all-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and also motorcycle for the motorcycle guys. Um, we, we got that dyno specific for that reason, because the current all-wheel drive dyno we have, you can't run motorcycles on, so... We're definitely open up the opening up the doors to motorcycle um, enthusiasts, and also we probably all, um, have some track prep for them and help them, you know, figure out their suspension setup. A lot of people don't know how to set up a motorcycle suspension correctly, so that's some things we have coming down the pipeline to offer as well. That's excellent. That's excellent. Now, if people want to find out more about Vortex Motorsports, how do they go about doing it? 
Uh, well, you could go or you could check out the, the Instagram, uh, Vortex Motorsports on Instagram. Um, I also have uh, VortexMotorsports.com. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they could also give us a call or look us up, and um, we're always here to help. Okay. Well, shout out to this phone number real quick. It's uh, 813-874-1911. Okay. And it's VortexMotorsports.com, right? Yes, that's correct. Vortex Motorsport, singular, right? It's not Mortis, Vortex Sports, right? It's Motors, Motors, Motorsport.com. Yeah, okay. That's Super. Well, good. Well, I'll tell you what. One of these days, I'll probably see you out on the track and stuff like that. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Say hi to Tom. Say hi to Heather. And uh, we'll see you out there. And uh, if you guys get a chance, you're going to be at maybe one of the festivals of speed events because I know you've been there before, right? But you were there with Rentech yeah. one time, right? Yeah, I was there with Rentech. Um in the past, when uh, we were we were uh, displaying one of the SL65 that we had a uh, a local artist do um, uh, down at Art Basel, and then we brought it up to the Festival of Speed. So, yeah, um, this year they held it in Hallandale. So mm-hmm. More than likely, I'll be out there. Okay. And uh, yeah, get to see everybody. Okay. And I do want to do want to also say that you know sure. uh, we do uh, a lot of ECU calibrations there at uh, Vortex Motorsports. Um, that's something that a lot of shops don't offer for the German vehicles, exotics, et cetera. Um, you could come in and get your, your car tuned um, for efficiency or power if you have a, uh, a German vehicle, exotics, or even some um, Japanese domestic cars as well. Okay. So we're a full-stop shop, and we don't discriminate at all. Okay. Now, when you say ECU, you're talking about basically reprogramming the computer so that it either for efficiency or for performance, correct? That is correct. Um, okay. We can do from diesels to gasoline engines, you know, petrol engines. Um, and, yeah, you can go in there and uh, change, you know, uh, advanced timing for more power or when a turbocharger application, increase the boost electronically through the ECU, um, monitoring air fuel ratios and, and doing a full ECU calibration. Um, typically on a, a factory turbo car, we can uh, increase torque um, by 100 foot-pounds, um, and uh, 80 foot-pounds, uh, uh, 80 horsepower to the wheel you can gain. Wow, that's substantial, and that's all just by playing with the computer a little bit and changing the programs, right? Yes, sir, going in and changing parameters and, and getting everything uh, tuned up. Well, that's pretty good. That's good to know. All right, well, good. Um, we will check out Vortex Motorsports. All our listeners, be sure and check out Vortex Motorsports. Justin, you take care. Be safe on that motorcycle now, and we'll see you at some of the festivals of speed events and maybe some of the uh, Chin Motorsports events down in Sabring or something like that. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for having me. All right, good luck, and uh, good luck with the TV show, and we'll be watching for you on Carfix TV with uh, Justin Hood, Lou Santiago, and Jared Zimmerman. Take care, Justin. So we have another guest coming on, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, racing and track support. Um, SEMA is coming up. The first week of November. That's a big show that we will be hopefully attending. The Savannah Historics are coming up also the weekend before and Hilton Head. Now, Savannah Historics is put on by our friends at uh, Historic HSR, Historic Racing, Historic Sports Car Racing Association. Okay. Historic Sports Car Racing, right? HSR. You know, there's so many, um, what's the word I'm looking for when something's like SVRA and VRAA and VARA and so there's so many racing organizations, SAC, for example, which is Shelby American Automobile Club. I always get them kind of mixed up. It's kind of hard to keep all that stuff straight in my head sometimes. Like I said, and then, of course, this weekend is the British Car Show. And uh, so the so the vintage racing is really, really a lot of fun. And 
unlike regular car racing nowadays, which has unfortunately gotten very political and very, what's the word I'm looking for? Political and very kind of like spec oriented, spec racing oriented. It's not really racing so much like it used to be. And vintage is still a lot of fun. And the cars are old and cars are cool. Cars are modernized to the point where they're safe to drive and race. And mechanically, they do a lot of upgrades and stuff like that. And they're a lot of fun. And everybody can identify with them, you know. The Trans Am cars, the sports car cars, the Can Am cars, the stuff that shows out there. Those are real race cars. You can, you, If a Lola's going down the road, you can tell it's a Lola. If it's an Elva or if it's a Lotus 7, you know what it is. If it's a Camaro, a Mustang, a Firebird, you can look at it and you can tell what it is. Today, all they are is just bland sheet metal with a bunch of decals on it or some sort of little open-bodied car that's got decals on it. And uh, it's kind of funny because when we were at the uh, St. Pete Grand Prix... And they were doing the winner circle thingy there. What they did, it was funny because for each sponsor, they all stood there, switched shirts, switched hats, took pictures, whether they won or lost. And it was just kind of like, yeah, really, it's political. But So it wasn't a lot of fun. But anyways, hey, Bobby, what do you got uh, on the tournament table? You got something else for us? Another cool vintage yeah, 60s song? Yes, Since we're into good the psychedelic 60s thing. Yep. Good six- ah, another very appropriate protest song out of the 60s. Strawberry alarm clock. A clock. I'll get it here in a second. Incense peppermints, right? That's hey, right. You're, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch the dial. We'll be right back with our next guest.
Where can you find the best tasting authentic Caribbean food in Tampa Bay? It's all at Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant in downtown Largo. Island Vibes has delicious jerk chicken, fresh seafood, Caribbean soup, salad, sandwiches, and more. Don't miss happy hour from 4 p.m. to close and live entertainment on Friday nights. Check out Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant at 351 West Bay Drive in Largo or call 727-240-4420. To check out their amazing Caribbean menu, visit SweetIslandVibes.com. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The this is Brian Redman, retired racing driver, nine times racing champion, still racing at 76, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening a return guest who's on our show uh, from time to time, and he's also the president of HSR, one of my favorite racing organizations. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening Dave Hinton. Dave, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you, Robert? Pretty good, pretty good. So tell us about uh, Savannah's coming up here in, what, another week or so? Uh, yeah, this time next week we'll be heading up there. Um, everything's cleared out. Obviously a lot of storm damage. Uh, so apparently there's 40,000 trees down in Boatnet Island, which is very close by. Um, but they're going to get everything cleaned up and we're going to be able to race, which is great news. Super, super, super. Now, uh, what was it, a week, or so, a week or two ago you were up in Atlanta, right, for the race? And was that right about the time when the storm was going through or was that right afterwards? Uh, that was actually before. Okay. Yep. All right. Now, how many? Tell us a little bit about HSR. You're president of HSR. HSR is a vintage race car association or vintage racing association. So, give everybody a little bit of background on HSR, real quick. Yeah, we're a sanctioning body. Uh, next year will be the 40th anniversary of the MIDI, which was HSR's first event. So, I guess we're 40 years old now. Wow. Um, but we put on about varies from year to year, but around about seven, eight events a year. Uh, mostly in the southeast, east coast. Um, in 2017, we'll be going to Mount Tremblant in Canada, um, which is kind of a bit of out of our realm of what we normally do, but uh, we have an offer to go up there, so we're going to go to Mount Tremblant. Um, other events will be Sebring, Rodolano, Savannah, Daytona, uh, VIR, so all the all the great tracks in the southeast. Excellent. Um, but we, we have pretty much groups, all, all cars from the 50s all the way up to present day. So in Group 2 and 3, you'll see Austin Healy's, uh, Jags, early 911s, 356s, and then Group 5 is the Mustangs, Camaros, Corvette, E-types, and then just kind of work your way all the way up to we're taking Daytona prototypes, LMPC cars, um, Caymans, Boxsters, all the modern cars, too. That's excellent. So basically what you do is you provide a, a venue for retired race cars to go out and still have a good time. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of these guys will bring in current drivers to drive these cars. I mean, at the classic 12-hour Sebring in December, we've already got Andy Wallace is coming to drive the Audi R8. He drove the champion back in the you know, early 2000s. Um, I think the Wheeland Corvette is coming uh, with its new owner, but they've also hired Eric Curran, who won the championship this year, 
he's going to come and drive the car with the guy. So um, there's talk that maybe the Taylor brothers are going to make it also. Wow, that's incredible. Now, you yourself have done quite a bit of racing over the last uh, few decades. In fact, uh, here recently, I think within the last couple of years, you had the opportunity to drive at Sebring and at uh, the the real 12-hour Sebring and the real 24-hour Daytona, right? Yeah, one of my clients uh, brought a TP car three or four years ago and had this great idea that he wanted to go and do some of these big endurance races. And I was so lucky that he asked me to, to join him and kind of help steer him through this uh murky waters should we say uh-huh. and uh we had an absolute ball i got to do the, the rolex 24 and the sebring 12 hour three times and uh it being the other side of the fence was really really cool i must admit when first time i got to pass those two yellow corvettes up on the bank in daytona i thought i was either in a video game or a really good dream i wasn't sure which <laughs> now when you're doing that race are you equally as focused on racing when you are in the 24-hour race as you are when you vintage race, even if it's just a 20-minute a sprint? Uh, I think you're more focused in an event like the Rolex 24, the Sebring 12-hour, because you just don't want to be the guy who screws up and takes out you know, Wayne Taylor racing or Ganassi or somebody like that. For me, I was always worried about making a big mistake and costing somebody else their race. Okay. Um, but as far as focusing, I mean, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to do those races, but the hardest race I've ever done is the uh, the Mexican road race, the La Carrera Panamericana, which is a 2,000-mile rally through Mexico from pretty much Guatemalan border all the way to the Texas border on open public roads. And if you do that a couple of times, and then go back to Daytona or Sebring, those two events seem like a walk in the park because you know what's coming around the corner. You know how the track's laid out. You know everybody racing against you. But to go and do a road rally in Mexico and where they close the public roads and you race a couple for 5, 10, 15 miles on the public road where it's closed and you're doing 120, 130 mile an hour, come to a, a section of switchbacks and you just pray to God that somebody hasn't come from the field up above you on the mountain and headed against you with the flow of traffic and you're going to run into them head on. Believe me, Daytona and Sebring was a lot, lot easier. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it, too, because like you said, at least you know it's Daytona and Sebring are predictable, where, like you said, yeah. the career Panamera is not. Now, what other aspirations do you have? What other tracks do you want to do? Do you want to do a Pikes Peak? Do you want to do Le Mans? What do you have... Uh, planned in your future um i uh, i want to do spa i've always wanted to drive at spa okay uh, you know I want, that's a, a big goal of mine i got to do uh le mans classic which is similar to our event actually where we stole the idea from for the classic 24 <laughs> in daytona uh-huh. uh, i got to drive an rs rsr porsche at uh at le mans uh at night in the rain you know all, all the normal stories you hear about and le mans is a fantastic place but it was so dark and so wet, it was it was downright scary. But you know, I got through it, and phenomenal place. I mean, absolute phenomenal place. Uh, the other place I've always wanted to go to is Bathurst. I'd like to do Mount Panorama, you know, the Bathurst track. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe one day, I'd like to go and do that. I just had a friend who went and did it a couple of weeks ago, and he said it is breathtaking track, absolutely breathtaking. 
Wow. Now, tell us a little bit about HSR. HSR basically provides, you guys provide track support for a lot of owners of vintage race cars, and many of these cars are legit cars with real history, correct? Well, I mean, HSR puts on the events, and then my company, Heritage Motorsports, okay. does track support. Okay. Um, we have probably 20, 30 cars uh, from people all around the country, actually all around the world, who fly in for the weekend. They want to race their car, but they don't want to have the hassle of trailing to the track, putting fuel in it, um, all that kind of stuff. So we provide that service to them. They fly in, they race their car for the weekend, and we load it in the rig, bring it back to the shop, and get ready for the next one. Right. Now, and you bring some of those cars because you're out of California at Monterey, so you go the whole distance from one side of the country to the other side of the country to do the track oh, yeah. support, right? Wherever they want to go. I mean, we even we took six cars down to Mexico and did La Carrera a few times. Okay. So it's, it's wherever the clients want to go, we take them. Now, if people want to find out more about HSR and all the stuff that you guys got going on, how do they go about doing it? Uh, HSRRace.com. HSRRace.com. Uh, our full schedule and next year's schedule should be posted in the next two days and uh you know come out to one of our events okay. sebring in this uh, first week in december is going to be huge we're going to have a vintage aircraft display inside of the paddock for the race cars uh the classic 12 hours of sebring in december will be a great event well now if you're going to have aircraft there that's almost going to be reminiscent of back in the 50s and 60s when it was still a military somewhat airfield correct that's the whole idea it's a celebra- it's 75 years that air base has been open, so we're trying to celebrate that a little bit, too. That is super. That's spectacular. Hey, listeners, be sure and check out HSR, and don't forget the 12-hour classic at Sebring. Dave, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening. You take care, and with a little luck, I'll see you in Savannah next week. All right. Look forward to it. Okay, take care. Hey, Bobby, what else you got on the turn up table there for us? One more great classic song coming right up is Season of the Witch. The Season of the Witch. Of course now we're we, getting closer now. Yeah, and we all know who that is, don't we? Okay, hey, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. Don't forget the debates tomorrow, and we're all in Trump's corner. Many sights to see. And when I look in my window. So many different people to be That it's strange So strange You got to pick up every stitch You got to pick up every stitch You got to pick up every stitch
owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Hi everybody, this is David Hobbs, racing driver and speed commentator, and you're listening to Nostalgia Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our next guest for the evening. Now, you know the British Car Show is coming up this weekend, and we talk about this a lot on our show. In fact, we talk about all the cars and all the car shows and stuff like that, but recently we've been uh, nurturing our little, uh, our little lovely little MGB GT, Miss Moneypenny, so uh, she will be a... Uh, Probably proudly displayed there this weekend, and I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, probably one of the most foremost experts on MGs in the country and a member of the local British Car Club who's in, responsible for the British Car Show this weekend, uh, Glenn from uh, Glenn's MGs. Glenn, are you there? Yes, I am, Robert. How are you doing tonight? Very good. So, yes, Miss Muddy Petty is still running, and we're looking forward to having her there this weekend. And uh, Glenn has been gracious enough to let me go rape and pillage his little junkyard down there, not to mention buy some new parts. So if you need MG parts, definitely go check out Glenn's MGs. Now, tell us about this uh, this uh, sports car event. It's actually been going on for quite some time now for uh, British cars here in the Tampa Bay area. Yes. Uh, back in 1986, the Tampa Bay Austin Healy Club, uh, president at the time was Reed Trummel, uh, decided to put on a... Uh, a, a British car show, and it's been going ever since. This is the 30th year of it, and sponsored by the same uh, Tampa Bay Austin Healy Club. Um, this year, the president is Bill Borgia, and uh, the, the the event has been held at many different places over the years. Picnic Island Park in Tampa was, was a long-running venue. Uh, then they went to the Safety Harbor Spa for two or three years, then over to the Crest Lake, uh, Clearwater Crest Lake Park, and now they're settled into Main, Main Street Safety Harbor. Safety Harbor graciously closes off the entire Main Street end-to-end, -end, and it's nothing but British cars. Wow. Now, you specialize in British cars because you not only work on MGs, but you actually work on Heelys, on Jags, on Lotuses, on Triumphs, all kinds of stuff, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, the MG, um, w that company really produced the largest number of of British cars or British roasters, so that's the most uh, the the most known mark. Uh, but because all the British cars have similar attributes, similar electrical systems and brake systems, uh, we find that we can basically work on any of them. So we we do so. Okay. So how did you get involved with MGBs? You've been or MGs? You've been you actually have an MGB GT yourself, and I think you have an MGA as well, right? Uh, we have a MGA. My wife and I have had an MGA for 43 years, uh, an MGB GT 67 that both my grown daughters learned how to drive on, and um, uh, and I basically my my first exposure was uh, uh, in high school to a, a friend of my brother's who had a little MG midget, and I thought that was a that was a cute little car. So uh, uh, during high school, I had to buy myself an MGA, and uh, pretty much have had it. Almost ever since. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That very car? Well, no. There was that was, it was the car I have now was about two years after that one. That one, of course, I was still in high school. Couldn't really keep it running. Didn't have the money required to keep that thing running. And the engine was in, of course, terrible condition. And I didn't have the three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars it would have taken to rebuild it. So that went on the way uh, to the wayside. 
and uh, and then a couple years later, I, I bought the one that I have to this day. Okay. Now, give us a little scenario on MGs, why they are such a, particularly MGBs, why they are such a great, fantastic little car for, for, for an entry-level, affordable sports car. It's a simple, basic car. The, the engines are pushrod, uh, four-cylinders uh, that you'd find in many vehicles in England, uh, army trucks, Jeeps. Uh, it's a very generic engine, sort of the Chevy 350 of England at the time. And, um, and uh, the simplicity of it is, is what is the, its best point. They weren't the most powerful cars on the road. They weren't the fastest. They didn't win every race, but they got through every race, and that was really the appeal. Okay. Reliability, simple to repair. And very affordable too, overall. And very affordable, yeah. And 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 I have to admit, the gas mileage, even though my carburetors are out of sync, I'm still getting 25 miles to a gallon, so that's not bad. Well, you know, people ask me all the time, well, what kind of mileage does your MGA get? What kind of mileage does your MGB get? And I say, I don't know. I if it got three miles per gallon, I'd still keep it. <laughs> there you go. That's true. That's true. All right, now back to the British Car Show. So it's this week. So give us a timetable of, of, of what's going on there this weekend. So what can when, can visitors, because it's an open event, what can they expect? Well, the, uh, uh, the, the whole thing kicks off uh, pretty much at, uh, let's see, it kicks off pretty much at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, there's pre-registrations, of course, you can register, uh, which are pretty much done by now. You can register your car. There's open to the public. Um, during the day, you're going to see, uh, you're, you're going to get a little bit of overfill of <laughs> British cars. You're going to see Jaguars, Austin Healy's, of course. This year, the featured mark is the Austin Healy, and uh, every year they do a featured mark, be the Mini or Austin or, or MG. And this year it's the Austin Healy. Um, you're going to have live music. You're going to have uh, vendors. Of course, many of the vendors on Main Street are, stay, are staying open. Um, uh, Paradise Restaurant is right there, a very popular place to, to have your lunch and breakfast and dinner, whatever you want to do. And uh, there are awards, of course, in the afternoon. Um, it's a popular vote show. If you If you have a car registered, you get a ticket and you can vote for for the your favorite car of the day, or in different marks, different uh, categories, um, and uh, if you're tired of looking at cars, or your your wife is with you and she's certainly tired of looking at cars, she can just go down to to the uh, to the spa and get a little bit of rest and relaxation right down the road. Oh yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Now, how many cars do you expect to be there? Is it usually a couple hundred cars that show up there? Um, you know, uh, not being uh, heavily involved in the Austin Healy Club plans uh, and their and their history, other than being a member, of course. I don't know what the numbers have run, but I'm sure there's every bit of 250 cars there. Okay, that's a good selection of cars, and like you said, Haley's, Jaguars, you know, Triumphs, uh, some even Tigers even, uh, Lotuses, just all kinds of cool stuff, so it's really like a trip down memory lane. Yes, it is, absolutely. Okay, good, good, good. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of your, your background a little bit. You're, uh, some people don't know that you're also a well-known, well-established, well-seasoned um, musician. Tell us a little bit about that, Glenn. Well, um, I, you know, in high school, I didn't have anything to do with cars. They had no interest uh, whatever uh, for me uh, because I was going to be a professional trombone player. 
Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's not a whole lot of professional trombone players out there. So um, that kind of morphed itself into, well, what do I, uh, what do I do for a hobby? And I latched on the, to the MG hobby. And um, then I started working on cars to make a little bit of money. Most musicians have to have a real job as well, <laughs> yeah. found over the years. And uh, so now I find myself probably playing more than I would have and having more fun at it than if I'd gone into it professionally, because I play jazz, big band, uh, community theater. Uh, 27 years I've been the principal with the Tampa Bay Symphony, so um, I probably play four or five times a week, and people are always wondering, where do I find the time? Well, you just have to make it. Okay. Now, is uh, is that associated with the Florida? Are you associated with the Florida Orchestra as well? Uh, no, no, that's, uh, we call those big guys. Those are the, the paid professionals that, that do it a uh, for a living, okay. Um, our our Tampa Bay Symphony is a volunteer group, uh, uh, community orchestra. But the core of this orchestra are uh, retired professionals from all over the country that have come down here. Um, uh, we do have auditions. Uh, you you do have to audition to get in. So the the level of musicianship is very high, and we play the real stuff. In fact, this this season, uh, October thirtieth. November 1st and number November 6th, we have our first concert of the season doing the uh, uh, Richard Strauss Horn Concerto Number 1, Dvorak Symphony Number 8, and the Edward McDowell Suite Number 1. So it's uh, it's real stuff. It's not show tunes. <laughs> wow. Well, Glenn, sounds like you keep pretty busy. We are just about up against the clock. I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Be sure and look up Glenn's MG if you need your British car service, if you need British car parts, especially... A lovable little MGB. Hey, don't forget the Bridge Car Show this weekend. Glenn, thank you very much. We'll see you at the Bridge Car Show this weekend. In the meantime, I want all my listeners to tell all their friends to tune in every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. to be telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. She get high.